to another episode of let me say this this is tony Kristen walker in the house and thank you for joining me for yet one more episode of this foolishness so today is sunday june 23rd and if you've been watching the news you probably watched mayor pete get his ass kicked today on cnn live so apparently last week there was another shooting of a black man in south bend indiana the city that Mayor Pete brought back from the ashes, as he likes to say. Um, that's problematic, folks. It's problematic for, no, for a number of reasons. One, why do black people keep getting killed and white people seem to be able to be arrested? You can call it a problem with training. You can call it a problem with black people committing crimes. I'm going to call it what it is, which is the problem with racism. And um, until we can address those issues, honestly and openly, we're going to continue to have those problems. So Mayor Pete and the um, police chief and some black preacher decided they were going to have a town hall meeting today to discuss the shooting. <clears throat> I have to say again, black women, you rock. Because the girls brought it today. So apparently... The city has spent a couple of million dollars on body cameras, which, you know, all of the police precincts around the country are supposed to have body cameras, at least most of them. But it's amazing that they buy them, but then they don't turn them on. Now, why they don't turn them on, you can probably figure that out, because just in case we shoot some Negroes, we don't want to have any proof. <clears throat> so <laughs> my... I didn't watch the whole thing because I didn't know what was happening. But the part I did watch was awesome. But it really showed the disconnect between um, white people, no matter how liberal they claim to be. Like, when you look at a white gay man, you think he's about, supposed to be the pinnacle of a liberalism. Like, nobody's going to be more liberal than a white gay man, right? Because they understand everything. Wrong. Totally didn't get it. Um, totally missed out. And I, also, I almost felt sorry for them because these black women were literally tearing them new assholes every question. And I'm like, you mean to tell me that y'all are planning to have this press conference and nobody, like absolutely nobody thought that you might want to prepare with some questions because these black people need to know some answers and, and they had absolutely none that were worth anything. They did the usual tropes. Well, you know, we can't say anything because we're under investigation. Blah, 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 blah. Police shit, blah. And, you know, and it was, the people were mad, and they should be mad. America has a problem with race, and it doesn't matter which part of the country you live in, we have a problem with race. And saying that you are a part of another minority group that's supposed to be oppressed does not absolve you from that. Mayor Pete has appealed to a lot of liberals. I mean, nobody escaped for him like the gays, the white gays in particular, because the black gays are still looking like, Girl, like, we got other shit we need to be worried about other than you trying to wave this damn rainbow flag. And don't get me wrong. You know, I think that, you know, if he were correct on some of the issues, he may be a decent president because you can look at the shit stain that we have in the White House right now and tell that you don't have to have, have a whole lot 
of experience or knowledge or even know, even know how the government works to be president these days. The days of we need to find qualified statesmen to lead this country are officially over. That dream died in 2016 with the elevation of the shit saying to the White House. So I'm not saying that you have to have an impressive resume. An impressive resume really, really helps. I mean, like, people are dogging Joe Biden out. Joe Biden is an old-ass man. I'm old. Old people fuck up and say shit sometimes that we probably shouldn't say. Or we say because we've been saying it forever. And the young people rightfully call us out on that shit. Uh, I ain't mad at Joe. But as I, well... If you just started listening to this podcast, there's another podcast that we have called um, Same Crap, Different Day. And also, I do a lot of blogging on my Facebook page. And I did a whole post about why I don't want to see another white man in the White House for another four years. Like, I just don't. Like, I'm tired of what's going on right now. And I'm tired of people thinking that we need white men to save us. We have a lot of qualified female candidates. My top candidate right now is Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, I was kind of, let me go back a little bit. So, during 2008, I I was one of those Hillary forever people. Like, I really wanted Hillary Clinton to be the first female president. That didn't happen because this young yahoo just popped out of nowhere and goes, hey, my name is Barack Obama and I want to be your next president. I was like, what the fuck? Who is this and where is he coming from? Like, why are you ruining this woman's chances of becoming president? Well, he became president, and I have to say, even before he won the nomination, I was kind of like on his team. Um, You have to, I'm just not going to vote for someone because they look like me. That's not going to work for me. You could say that you're black, you could say you're gay. I don't give a shit what you say. It's about what you do. I don't care what you look like. It's about what you do. And already, Mayor Pete, Joe Biden, and probably a few others have been on the wrong side of the law and sometimes history. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that my problem with Mayor Pete was when he had an interview, I think it was on CBS, the um, interviewer asked him about people who were incarcerated and should they be able to vote. And he was a flat out no. You know, these people have done crimes, they shouldn't be able to vote. But what people don't realize is the fact that that's kind of like misrepresentation and the stealing of votes. In an earlier episode, my pastor Dave Barnhart and I were talking, he said something that was like an epiphany for me. He said that, you know, what happens is you arrest these black people from these, you know, high-density black areas of town. You, they build prisons out in the suburbs, so they take all of these black people from the urban area. You put them in the suburbs or in, even in the deep country, <clears throat> incarcerate them, and don't let them vote. Well, every 10 years, we have a little thing called the census, which I'm going to talk about later in this episode, and you count people where they are so that you can make adequate uh, representation decisions. Well, you literally have stolen all these black people from their districts and put them into districts that they normally would not leave, live in. So now you have a problem. So why not let them vote since you pretty much already have nullified them in the first place. But, you know, Mayor Pete's a good old white gay and, you know, we got to do the rule of law because, you know, it is the law. You know, all laws aren't just, all laws are not good. And I just really wish people would wake up and understand that. But, yeah, so, you know, in 2008, like I said, I wasn't a big Obama fan, but he won me over. I'm not a big, big Buddha judge fan either. That doesn't mean that he can't win me over. But that does mean heretofore he has not. Elizabeth Warren, when um, 
she let President Trump troll her about her Native American heritage. I was like, girl, you didn't let this idiot make an idiot out of you. And what she, I mean, he really made her look bad. He really, you know, you know, and <laughs> if you black and from Alabama and grew up in the 70s, he shot a keg up on her, you know, and a dust keg on top of that. But she has been able to recover from that rather nicely, and she actually is putting forth some good ideas. That's how you gain votes. That's how you turn people around. Now, the problem is you have all these people who are stuck on these identity politics. You have the far, 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 far left ultra progressives. You have the middle of the road, um, <clears throat> you know, centrists. But at the end of the day, folks, whoever gets the Democratic nomination is who the fuck we're going to have to vote for. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care who you like. If Joe Biden gets the nomination, Tony Kristen Walker voting for Joe Biden. If Amy Klobuchar gets the nomination, Tony Kristen Walker is voting for Amy Klobuchar. You see what I'm going here? Kamala Harris gets it. I'm voting for Kamala. Elizabeth gets it. I'm voting for Elizabeth. Even if one of those no-name people who I don't know who the fuck like 12 of these people are, I'm going to vote for them too just because we need to get Donald Trump out the freaking White House. Now, some people may say that that is identity politics because... I'm voting according to party. But, you know, call it what you want. That's what I'm going to do. Um, these candidates need to wake up. They need to realize that you have to play to more people than your base. Even during the lead up to the general election, like all of these debates, you just can't appeal to the people who you think are your base and think you're going to get the nomination. You need to be trying to steal people from other people's side. Like Elizabeth Warren is really hammering the fuck out of Bernie Sanders people. This bitch talking about relieving uh, college debt. I can't think of a, you know, <clears throat> let's do that. We know free college ain't going to happen. It might, but you know, the chances of them relieving this debt is much greater than uh, free college. But those are some of the things that Bernie talked about, which I don't, haven't really heard him talk a whole lot about that. It's almost as if she's like stolen his thunder. That's what you have to do during these debates. People need to wake up. People need to wake up. That's all I got to say. Um, but again, Pete Buttigieg, those people, I'm going to put a, <laughs> I'm gonna put a link uh, to that CNN Live thing. So if you want to watch it, you can. But when I tell you them black ladies ate his ass for dinner, and at the end of the day, y'all, he still didn't have any answers. And I think that that was worse than anything that they could have said. The fact that he and the police chief, had no answers. They had their heads down. The one point, like, they were both praying. They may have been praying. I think that was at the end. But, I mean, they didn't have any answers, and these people want some answers. They don't want to hear you talking about, well, we're under investigation. A man died, and you don't have an answer. You need to get some answers. Policing in this country needs to change, and if you're going to be a mayor of a city and you're running for president, you need to talk about city politics and how you think city politics should be changed. You need to talk about how the city government should work for the people in that city. You need to talk about how our police chiefs and mayors and council people need to make sure that the police are not just running around willy-nilly shooting people in the back. Those are things that you need to be doing if you are coming from the uh, place of a city administrator. You know, one of the other things that, I, you know, just didn't sit well with me, Lois, it doesn't sit well with me that Mayor Pete has not had a statewide position. You know, 
when I almost got trolled today by a white gay in Alabama, one of his things was, well, he hadn't run for statewide positions, so I don't even think that's relevant. It's quite relevant. If you can't sway the people in your own state, what chance have you got of swaying the flyover states that you're going to have to win or Rust Belt states like Michigan and Ohio in order to get some, some votes in order to get into the White House? you got to be able to have a mass appeal. And right now, you know, I'm sorry, Pete, but you just got the gays, you know, and that's, that's it. I haven't heard anybody else really, really jump up and down about Mayor Pete other than white gays. And here's the thing for you girls. We already see you. We know y'all trifling. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't get the nomination, which he probably won't, don't get mad and go vote for Rosie O'Donnell or, you know, Jill Stein dumbass again. That's why we're in this position that we're in now. And it was interesting because even in the replies that I got from the guy who was trying to uh, troll me today, he started talking about the Democratic Party needs to get that shit together. No, this is the time when the Democratic Party shit can be as raggedy as a can of sauerkraut because these are debates. This is uh, working up towards primary so they can be as raggedy as they need to be. What happens is once we have the primaries and the vote totals are in, then we get our asses behind somebody and vote. That's the how this that's the how this works. That's how this game goes. And if you don't like it, then you know, try to figure out another game. But this is the game that we're playing, and these are the rules. Govern yourselves accordingly. Anyway, so look, that's time for my first break. Uh when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this census thing and something that I realized uh, I might even call this section white panic. I'll be back in a minute. Peace. Join Behan Black Pride August 15th through 18th for BBP 2019. This year, Behan Black Pride kicks off Thursday night, August 15th, with a comedy show featuring everyone's favorite gay comic, Samson McCormick. Then Friday night, it's our Behan Black Pride Scholarship and Awards Banquet, where we are honoring some important people and recognizing young queer kids of color and their scholastic achievements. Saturday morning, our Empowerment Conference kicks off at 9 a.m., featuring Haley Sahar, who plays Lulu Horosity, on the hit FX television show pose following our empowerment conference we're gonna have our official day party from two to six followed by our official black pride party at saturn from eight until sunday morning we'll fellowship with saint junior united methodist church led by dr david barnhart jr and to end our celebration our annual house party picnic at bessie estelle park for more information about beham black pride 2019 visit our website at www.behamblackpride.org that's www B-H-A-M-B-L-A-C-K-P-R-I-D-E dot O-R-G. Hey, and we are back. Thank y'all so much for listening to Let Me Say This. Thank y'all for, you know, putting up with my musings. And I hope you get something out of this. Um, I talk a lot about a lot, a lot of different things. Uh, a lot of times race, sometimes sex, gender, orientation may come into play. If something that I say has offended you, you need to check where you stand on some issues. Um, nothing that I'm saying is being said to be offensive. Um, I do want you to acknowledge where you are on a lot of different spectrums. And really, <clears throat> especially when it comes to my white friends, I want you all to really acknowledge your sense of privilege and where it is. And so with that, uh, I'm going to go right into my next topic. So I've been seeing a lot of uh, people talking about white panic and white anxiety because white people are going to become a minority, you know, in the next, you know, 20, 30 years. 
And so, you know me, I decided to go and do a little research. <clears throat> so, listen to this very carefully. White people will be a minority by 2050. Uh, the U.S. will become minority white in 2045. <clears throat> now, when I hear stuff like that, I'm a math person. You know, I'm, I immediately think about percentages and what does more look like, what does less look like, what does majority look like, what does minority look like. So I'm always looking at, you know, when I hear numbers, I'm trying to visualize them in my, in my mind. So for the last three years, and today was the first day I really decided to go and do a little research and really look into what these numbers were saying. So did a little Googling. I looked at the Brookings Institute. I looked at um, the Pew Research Group. So here's what America is projected to look like in 2050. The population of the United States is projected to be 438 million. Okay, so when we look at the racial group right now, white people will make up 47% of the population. Hispanic people, 29%. Black people, 13%. Uh, Asian people, 9%. <clears throat> so the biggest changes would be with Hispanic and white people. White people go from 67% to 47%. And then Hispanic people go from 14% to 29%. Now, let me tell you why I, I looked this up. Saying that white people will be a minority in 2050 is a little bit uh, hyperbolic uh, because that's not what's going to happen. They just won't be in the majority. Like they, let, me, let me stop. They will still be a, a majority, but... I don't know how to explain it. They are still going to be the major the majority race. Like at the end of the day, whether it's sixty seven percent, whether it's forty seven percent, there will still be more white people in America than other, any other group of people. And I'm trying to stop saying race because there's only one race. So white people will make up forty seven percent of the population instead of sixty four, and they are absolutely losing their shit over that. You will still be the majority. It just means that there's a little bit more equity being spread around. You know, in the perfect world, you know, however how many ethnicities we have, we would all be equal. So the playing field is just being equaled a little bit. Black people will still be at 13%. Young seals running around there hollering, crying, telling us, oh, no, we're not getting no more. Yeah, there will be more people. The percentages just are going to play out differently. White people will not be... The, uh, a minority race. And I think that's what's fueling all these crazy-ass, toothless-ass hicks in these hills who are, like, you know, amassing all these weapons and rations. Y'all will not be the minority. There's just going to be not as many of you to count as a majority all the time. That just means that if everybody's voting, if all the white people vote the same way, y'all won't automatically win. You'll have to be able to work with other people and get them on your side as well. There's nothing wrong with that. I think this will actually make the country a little bit better and safer for everyone. But all of these reports saying that white people will be a minority is disingenuous as fuck. I mean, it's almost a lie. They will still, they will still be the majority race. They just won't be the majority 
as by as much. Does it make sense? Or am I crazy? You tell me. Um, I just I just looked at that. And I'm like, that's not what we've been told. Like we like literally. If you look at what's been said, you would think that uh, white people would be like ten percent of the population. Hispanic people be like forty. Black people be like thirty. No, they're still going to be 47 percent of the population. They are still the largest group of people in the country. Still the largest group. Um, and I just wish that we could get people who reported the news and, you know, just really reported the news without all the hyperbole because this is ridiculous. You literally have to, like, go and do research just to find out how much of the truth that was told to you in just about any article that you read. You know, and the census is very important. Uh, it's important for a lot of reasons. Uh, if you are um, African-American in this country, you can actually use past censuses to um to look at look up your family tree to see where your uh, ancestors were bought and sold and who owned them at what time. Um, we also use the census to decide how many representatives each of our states and counties and all that other stuff gets. So, still on the census, you know I don't understand why all of a sudden after been doing this shit for two hundred years. Well, we have probably been doing it like this for two hundred years, but doing it for as long as we have been doing it why their racist asses want to add this now. And we know why. That is only to kind of dilute the uh, Hispanic representation because they ignorantly feel that most of the Hispanic people here are here illegally or without documentation. Give them citizenship. We won't have these problems, and you can get these children out of these cages. Like, it makes absolutely no sense. I cannot believe that. You know, no one has called like a Geneva Convention or even tried to come over here to help these uh, kids that we got in these cages. I, I don't understand why no other country has intervened. If this was uh, Iran, if this was India, if this was China or even North or South Korea, and the world saw where people were being treated like we're treated these uh, Latin American people, they were sending UN, UN peacekeepers in. What we're doing on the border is wrong. What we're doing or what we want to do to kind of like, um, you know, mess up the census is wrong. And who do we have to blame? White people. Um, and again, don't get mad because it's your folks who are doing this foolishness. The rest of us are sitting back waiting on y'all to say something or do something because nobody listens to us. So, you know, write your congressman, write your grandma. I don't care who you write. But something has got to be done about this. This absolutely makes no sense that, you know, our government is so out of control. And the rest of the world is laughing at us. Like, I really feel like Carrie's, uh, <laughs> y'all remember that movie Carrie with Sissy Spacek, where she played that girl that was uh, like a, a, a pyrokinetic. My favorite part of that movie was when her mother goes, they're all laughing at us. Or they're laughing at you. Yeah, they're laughing at us because we have, you know, an idiot in the White House and uh, just doing crazy stuff. But, yeah, so the census is really important. I hope they go ahead and make a rule on this question. I'm not really very hopeful that they're going to do the right thing. This administration has shown us 
time and time again that they are almost incapable of doing what's right. Uh, and it doesn't matter on what front you're talking about. It could be domestic. It could be internationally. Hell, even this whole dumbass Space Force idea is just is laughable. But um, something that's got to give, you know, I don't know what, I don't know when. I really wish that, you know, we really had um, people in Congress who were doing that job. Congress is doing a terrible job of Congressing right now. And um, I hope we can get this fixed. But messing with the sisters is not a good idea. But I, I wonder what, you know, what these Republican districts would do if they realized that a lot of the rural areas are the places where a lot of these Latin American people have um, decided to, to, to stay. So you're actually stopping people in your district from being counted, which means it's going to hurt your chances to increase your representation and more than likely will decrease your representation. Because if you live in an agricultural center, a lot of the, um, the agricultural workers are usually undocumented and from Latin America because you white men let them do this for years because you don't want to pay them anything. This is the way that goes. This is how that has happened. So now all these people who have been living in places like Coleman or Aniana or, you know, deep down in Shelby County, those people won't be counted in the census because your president is a dumbass. So y'all are going to lose those people. I don't know how many of those you're going to lose, but y'all are going to lose some representation too, which you deserve because you don't deserve all of the good things that these people have been bringing you. And, um, yeah, so that's that. So, look, so tonight I'm just going to have these two um, little, you know, quickies. Uh, if you can think of something else you want me to talk about, you want me to do some research on, let me know. Uh, you can email me at TonyDCWalker at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Facebook. Um, I still haven't made a Facebook page for this. But Tony Kristen Walker, my personal um, blog page, you can, um, you know, send me an inbox on that or on my regular page or whatever. You got other things that you may have questions about. I just kind of like want to just bring you the news and bring you the news without all the the fluff. I mean, sometimes I do throw my opinion in, but, you know, you know what my opinion is as opposed to what, you know, I'm really saying. But anyway, so, look, thanks again for listening. Let me say this. I hope you guys have a great start to your weekend. Um, Yeah, so I'm out. Peace.